Welcome to the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Van Slyke. My soul's mission on this planet is to help fellow introverts grow their online influence in a state of feminine flow and ease. While battling the woes of depression, anxiety, and even mom guilt, I've somehow managed to build a six-figure blog without the use of social media and without sacrificing my mental health. If I can do it, you can fucking too. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I am so freaking thankful you are here with me today. And I really hope that you are finding these little wisdom drops helpful. So I have a bit of a confession to make. I am kind of sort of feeling like a freaking lazy slob right now. I couldn't tell you the last time I have worked out or put a drop of makeup on (laughs) since my kids have been home with me for the past almost month. And I knew just within a day or two of my boys being home with me after summer camp was over, that I was just really going to have to surrender, not sweat the small stuff, and just go with the flow as best as I could until school started. But hallelujah, they are finally out of the house this morning. (laughs) The new school year started today. And I love my boys so much it hurts. But kids can just be the freaking worst, (laughs) y'all. I had to legit break them up yesterday from a fist fight. Almost got my butt kicked while I was trying to work in my office and write out a blog post. And shit like that can just really bring your daily vibrational set point down. So I am ready to start getting back to my Zen place with longer meditations and also gradually ease back into my fitness routine because that's really not like my usual gym rat self. But this is a conscious decision. This isn't me just falling off the wagon. This, I decided, I was like, I could force it and I could do workouts here. I could run in the neighborhood. But I have to listen to my haggard, exhausted body right now and just really ease back into physicality as it feels right for me. And this form of surrender kind of is a segue to this week's message. So I've mentioned this in a recent episode, but God, it just seems like so many women right now, and I say women because that's mostly who I'm around, are all just going through 
major challenging life shifts, like big moves, divorces, rock bottoms. And I am not an astrologer, so I cannot pinpoint exactly what's going on cosmically, but I know some shit is definitely happening on this planet. And I really could have even sworn that maybe we were in another Mercury in retrograde, but that's not happening. So I don't know. But at any rate, I just think that so many of us are feeling worn down and zapped. But our old school, old world programming has taught us that it isn't safe to listen to our bodies and to listen to our soul's needs and slow down because that would actually be a sign of weakness. So we've got to suppress our humanness with stimulants and caffeine and just continue to plow through and outrun the lion, so to speak. And so we push and push and suppress and ignore and outrun until we basically shove ourselves between a rock and a hard place where it just feels like there is literally no way out. We've made our bed and we're kind of stuck in this existence that it's not conducive to our our authentic needs. And it's almost the sense of being stuck in a reality where you felt like, you know, you've tried everything, but you accept that there's just no resolve. So you just got to keep going on as is. But the problem is then ultimately we will hit some sort of rock bottom, whether that is things or people being taken from your life, removed from your life or health problems manifesting from just all the stress and the dysfunction. But in those moments, there can be beauty in the breakdown, is I think what I'm titling this, where you know something has got to give because you just cannot keep going on like you have. But I know that there are a lot of you baddies out there that can just go and go and go and go. You're like robots. And I think it's mind-blowing. And and I know in the past I've been like, dang, I want whatever she's on. Because it used to make me feel less than and envious because my sensitive nervous system and my lifetime basically of depression has just basically forced me into being very conservative with my energetic limits. But that being said, I'm finding the blessing in it. I've learned to find the blessing in it. Seeing how hitting so many rock bottoms with the depression and just the really sensitive nervous system of mine it's it's just forced me to be a lot more gentle on myself. And looking back on every time a major manifestation has come through in my life, it was typically after 
being forced into some sort of rock bottom and ultimately being forced to just slow down, listen to my body, get out of the fight or flight and all of the adrenaline and just surrender because I kind of just had no other option. And I feel like I've been bringing up surrender so much lately because as much as I would love to give you some more logical, practical advice on building a business and a life that you love on this podcast, and that was my intentions, I'm just recognizing, or maybe I'm just in that phase of my life at this moment where it's being made clear more and more that anything incredible that I've ever done or accomplished or anything I've been able to materialize that was awesome (laughs) and mind-blowing has not come from my own power and my own forcing or even from looking outside of myself for answers from some marketing expert, some, you know, masculine entrepreneur that I, I don't resonate with. I wouldn't want to achieve success that way anyhow. It has always come when I get so fucking tired of trying to do it my way, which is typically the harder, more convoluted way anyhow. And I just slow down. I get back into my body out of my logical, over-analytical mind, and I ask my soul, my inner child, what do you need more of? I've also learned to connect with my higher, more evolved future self in meditations and visualize how she would navigate a situation or even what her daily life looks like in comparison to what I'm trying to do and force into my present routine and reality. And essentially, I try to get into a headspace and a heart space, Uh, not a headspace, it's a heart space, because I guess being in my head is the problem. It more into my body and into my heart to allow space for a new approach, a new answer that I couldn't think of on my own, a more loving, divine, feminine perspective. And I'll be honest with you, (laughs) I'm kind of embarrassed to admit, but for as long as I've been doing this work now, and I step out and I have this podcast And I'm trying to present myself like I know something to teach you. And then here I am recognizing right now that I'm not 100% there yet. With the shitstorm I feel like I've been in for months now, (laughs) I realize that I'm still wobbly in my own practices. And I've regressed a little back to over-identifying a little too much with the ego and the over-analytical mind that tells me, you know, if I could just be better, work harder, overcome this, slay that dragon, then I'll feel 
more free or more lovable or more worthy, more worthy of teaching you guys. But what I've recently been reminded of is that it's been reflected to me in my results and my reality (laughs) is that all the fixing and the gripping and the reactive problem solving, that is what is creating actually more chaos and more overwhelm. So circling back to the beginning of this episode, how I told you, I've been in my PJs for the past few days and I haven't been to the gym in weeks when I'm typically very type A. But between the circumstances I've been struggling with, the stresses for months now, the um, fight or flight that I have worked myself into, and then with the kids being home with me 24-7 recently and draining a lot more of my mental energy than I am used to. (laughs) I know that's, um, that's privileged to say, but that is where I can say that I have created a life that suits me. We'll say that suits my parenting style by having childcare. Anyhow, this was a conscious decision for me to try to spend time with my kids before they went to school, but it kind of backfired because it just seemed like with a combination of the stress of what I was already trying to work through and then the kids being home and the constant fistfights and the referee thing, y'all, I have two boys, they're two years apart and it's, it is rough, (laughs) but it was just it worked me into the perfect storm for a breakdown of sorts. It wasn't anything dramatic where I had to go to a counselor to rehab or anything. It was just a breakdown where I was like, okay, God, I am exhausted. I'm over it. I surrender. What would you have me do with this time? And then there was also in the very limited meditations I was able to get in, just kind of a trying to reconnect with my soul. You know, hello, sorry, I've been suppressing your needs with like way too much coffee and energy drinks for so long. Did you just hear that thunder? Wow. You know, what are you needing from me now? And... So I I locked myself in my room, told my kids, okay, mommy has to meditate. And it's so cute because they understand that when they were toddlers and I couldn't afford childcare, I I would still make it an effort to meditate and they would call it mommy medicating, which I thought was really cute. But it was just this perfect storm, went into my room, locked myself in my room and went, I had to do like a hypnosis first to get into this place where I could relax and get back in touch with my soul and my higher self. And when I came to out of that meditation, I grabbed my journal and scribbled out the words and it didn't feel like me. It felt like my higher self. And it said, rest, 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 trust, trust, trust. 
I know most of us have been programmed to just suck it up and power through. But the thing is, we have entered a new cycle on our planet, the age of Aquarius, where that shit doesn't work anymore. And if you just watch the news, that is made obvious that this old, more masculine paradigm is crumbling rapidly. It's falling apart. So, in this paradigm, this new paradigm, it doesn't work anymore to ignore your feelings. With the toxic masculine approach where you just suck it up, or even with, at the same end of the coin, the spiritual bypass, just love and light and everything is great. You've got to let that yucky boulder on your chest or the pit in your stomach feelings come up and be felt and acknowledged so that they can be dislodged and removed from your body ultimately. It's up to you and you alone to decide you will no longer play in this simulated reality game. Step out of the fight or flight programming. Sink in your, into your body and allow, allow your soul to be shown a broader, more magical, way more powerful perspective. That's where the best solutions come from. Now, if you're new to the spiritual community, now's the time you're probably asking, okay, so how do I do this, crazy lady? How do I allow myself to feel these things that seem so horrible if I allow myself even one second to feel that emotion, I may die. It's so scary kind of feeling. Because believe me, I deal with anxiety too. It's, it's, ugh, it's horrible. But here's the thing. What you resist persists. So even if all the mess you've managed to bury it down to the point where you're not even... It's not even existing in your conscious mind and your conscious thoughts. Ancient wisdom has always known this, is that it will reside, that heavy, yucky energy will reside in your body and, and wreak havoc on it. And not only your physical body, but your energetic body. So my advice to you is just to go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off. Fill it and let it move through your body and just be curious about the sensations you are feeling. Be descriptive, describe it to yourself. Breathe into it. it the dis being descriptive about it and curious about it to me allows you to detach more from it so that you're more of the observer so that it doesn't, it's not as horrifying and personal. Now, caveat, if you've experienced some significant trauma in your past, then you probably want to do this with the assistance of a therapist. 
but you've, you've got to get it out. For me personally, in one of the biggest rock bottoms I've ever experienced, a powerful gift was revealed to me when I was involuntarily pushed out of my busy, distracting, unconscious daily life and routine, um, forced away from friends, family, and I had to stay in a rehab facility where I had no choice but to feel my feelings and observe the thoughts that I used to try to drown out with clonopin and sleeping pills because I was just so afraid if I felt them, I would die. But what I realized is that allowing myself to witness and feel these scary things, it didn't kill me. And then even more powerful and transformative when I got far, farther along on my spiritual path and not only learned to just be more of the detached observer, but when I learned to take it a step further and actually learn to be a loving observer, almost like a loving caretaker of sorts to my own fears, my own insecurities, my own shadow, my own hangups, and just allow myself to breathe into it and love myself through it just where I was, shortcomings and all. And at the end of the day, I think one of the main keys to becoming the person you know you were meant to be and living the life authentically aligned to your own passions and needs is to first learn to love and value yourself just right where you are today at this very moment, regardless of the conditions you've placed on yourself or you know the accomplishments on your checklist that you have yet to cross off. And another lesson is that you can think that you've mastered this and then when you're trying to up level again in life and it's like you're a freshman and again a freshman again and you've got to continually learn to shift back and remember what that that wisdom that you have learned throughout your life and your spiritual journey like me I feel like kind of ashamed that in some way I temporarily have forgotten this, but it's because I'm at a new level and I'm trying to up level again in life. So I'm kind of starting over and it's just my job to grow my threshold of faith in this work and continually shift from fear to love. And before I wrap it up for this week's message, I just wanted to leave you with one final thought that I really, really hope resonates with you and and can um, help you if you're going through a rock bottom or kind of a bit of a breakdown right now. Reframe, why is this happening to me? 
to how is this happening for me? Sometimes the universe will push you down so that you can ultimately bounce back up more buoyant, more triumphant, and even higher than you were to begin with. Kind of like jumping on a trampoline. The momentum is in the rock bottom. Thank you for tuning in this week. And I am going to go enjoy this thunderstorm. Thank you so much for stopping by this week. I make no money from these podcasts. So the best way you can support this show is by leaving me a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you use or by sharing it with a friend or by screenshotting this episode on your phone, uploading it to your Insta story and tagging me in it at Designing Vibes. Sending you my love.